0: Hello, my name is Eva, and welcome to the ongoing series on transformative learning. If you haven't already, please consider listening to the first episode, called What is Transformative Learning, as it sets out the aims of this series, as well as clarifies the definition of transformative learning on which this podcast episode series is based. Today, I want to talk about three dimensions of learning which are essential when it comes to transformative learning in adult education. These three dimensions, as described by educators such as Edward Taylor and Knud Illeris, are the cognitive, the emotional and the social dimension. Now, what do these dimensions imply within the context of adult learning? Well, let's explore and let's start with the cognitive dimension. According to Taylor, adult education must integrate a disruptive dilemma, an idea or knowledge presented by the educator which opens up new ways of thinking about existing practices, after all, That is why adult learners attend a course or an educational program to learn something new. But, as discussed in the previous episode, adult learners may learn something new, yes, but they will not automatically adjust their actions unless they encode meaning in what they are being taught and connect this to their past experiences and values and their ability to perform this cognitive work of bridging old knowledge to new knowledge is dependent on several variables. There may be intrapersonal cognitive challenges like lack of concentration. In my field of work, delivering courses to health professionals, one of the worst scenarios for them and me as an educator are learners attending my course while simultaneously actually being on call. It robs them of a certain amount of concentration as they are consciously and subconsciously all the time listening for that call or the alarm. If the course lasts more than a couple of hours, I do try to counter that by presenting a program which is highly structured, and making use of very regular breaks, because I have found that the regularity of the course design can aid the brain in lowering the alertness level as it starts to recognize pattern. The cognitive dimension is the what is known and what could be done differently, and so it's important to ensure that this dimension can thrive. Cognitive challenges also arise when the subject matter is difficult, i.e. when the knowledge communicated by the educator is so unfamiliar that it actually takes time to absorb. This can be due to the subject matter being complex, but sometimes, admittedly, it is also because the subject is being presented in a manner which is difficult to understand, making it a more interpersonal rather than intrapersonal challenge. This can in part be accommodated by having a focus on the two other dimensions, especially the emotional dimension. The emotional dimension sets into motion our beliefs and values and can forward a shift in mindset on an individual or an organizational level. The emotional dimension is the why we want to change, the very essence of transformative learning. And this dimension is underpinned by the educator's ability to be authentic and present as they are teaching and thereby encouraging the learners to emotionally evaluate their own learning. And this is important because the focus is not on evaluating the knowledge nor the educational program. The focus is on the learners evaluating their own outcome, emotions and values. This is where transformative learning really takes off. The emotional dimension is also supported by cognitive functions other than concentration. It might be mental memory, physical memory or memory connected to auditive or visual experiences. This is why the educator who mentions comparisons to films, music, etc. is not just being flippant. Film stories, images that we connect to music, sounds that have made an impression on us, these are all part of stories that we as humans have shared emotional experiences about. These are stories that we discuss, that we argue about, that we love, and such stories, whether they be multiverses or comedies, whether they be classical music or hip-hop, all these tap into our cognitive resources, making it possible for us to reflect on knowledge, to reflect on experiences, and not least to discover, observe, and reflect on patterns. Such reflections can lead to observations on decision making, as this is a theme often examined in film, while dilemmas, individual or cultural, are central to literature. The emotional dimension is also examined when learners are given tasks in which they themselves have to figure out a solution to a situation that they keep on critiquing so in my line of work it might be the learners coming up with all manner of opposition to a certain communication technique. If that discussion keeps on going, I would validate their counter-arguments. These are knowledgeable people, after all, and their arguments are surely valid. But then I would task them with finding an applicable solution or alternative. The best answers will inevitably come from a group discussion. For according to the educator Knul Illeris, people do their best learning as they interact with other people, meaning that the social dimension is important. Now, in 2023, the social dimension doesn't necessarily mean that we are talking face to face. I think that we are all moving towards the realisation that digital educational interaction can provide many of the same learning outcomes as face-to-face courses. The essential part, according to the likes of Ilaris and Taylor, is that learners should be given an opportunity to generate knowledge, not only in a ping-pong with the educator, but with their peers because it is especially within the social dimension that the translation of knowledge takes place. This is the idea that knowledge is not only discussed, but implemented in group work as well as during breaks, during pauses, during the lunch hour, etc. When the educator is talking, learners are acquiring new knowledge. When learners are talking amongst themselves, they are furthering and developing new ideas. And during social interactions, they are then implementing new practices. So, designing a course for adult learners should ideally be based on three dimensions essential to learning. This being the cognitive dimension, getting to know something new, the emotional dimension, reflecting on the consequences of the new knowledge, and the social dimension, interacting with others on the basis of new knowledge. This approach not only qualifies the individual's learning, but it enhances their skills in articulating their knowledge with others. And that is a skill which is immeasurably useful in the professional sphere. I hope you liked this episode. If you did, please consider subscribing to this podcast and please tell a friend about this podcast, Literature, Laughter and Learning. Until next time, I have been Eva and thanks so much for listening.